0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network.
1: Yo! Yo! a go
2: last and t- Hello and good evening. It is the evening when we're recording this. If you're watched on if you were watching us over on YouTube, uh, apologies for the uh the the, the slow eyes. Um a little bit possibly slurring in speech. We are recording this at 11pm on a Tuesday evening as uh, Spain and Italy decided not to play ball, took the game to extra time, then they took the game to penalties. And of course, we had to, we had, we had to enjoy all the fun. Um, but this is your weekly episode of Copa and Fracas Powered by touchline media group and this and this episode of cop and Fracas is proudly sponsored by our partners over a fan slide that's right fan slide is back empowering your fantasy football experience for this summer's euros uh what on earth is fan slide you might be asking and if you are asking this I'm, I'm going to be very annoyed because that means you've not been listening to parts of the past month it's really bad. That's that's bad audience. That's really bad audience. Well, and if you haven't, well, Fanslide is the world's first live and in-play fantasy football game. With no long-term commitment, you can play one-off matches that you'll be watching live anyway. With real-time updates supported by the good people from Opta. You can slide players in and out whenever you think a strong 15 minutes is on the cards and earn those points. But most importantly, get them in on the key moments so you can beat your mates and claim the bragging rights in the group chat. Um I had Harry Kane as he scores um, against Ukraine. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't win any money. So it was all kind of for naught, but I'm very happy that I had Harry Kane in whilst he got the points on there. Um, but yeah, it's it's honestly, fan is such a roller coaster game. It's it's one of those ones where when you're playing it, obviously in the beginning of the tournament, it's kind of spice up a few of the, the lower matches. It, it just gave you just that that extra boost. Um, and yeah, it's just a fantastic game to play and just keep doing it going forward from now to the end of the tournament. Um What you're going to want to do, first and foremost, is you're going to want to go into the uh, Fanslide app and search for Touchline Fracas and add us as a friend for some exciting developments as we increasingly approach the final. So head over to the app App Store and download Fanslide today. Fanslide, don't just watch the game, play the game. I'm enjoying this week. By oh, I'm Chris, by the way, if you don't know. But if you don't know by now, I, I, this is just ridiculous. If you don't know who I am by now, it's just absurd. Um, uh, this week, I'm joined by Ellis and Julian to discuss all things LFC. Gents, how are you doing this? Um, this this weirdly kind of warm but wet uh, Tuesday evening. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm I'm good, man. I'm um, just enjoying the football. You know, this the um, you know every two years I really, I really get the chance to enjoy international football. Um, This tournament's been good, by the way, so I've just been enjoying that, uh, you know, away from football, been enjoying the playoffs, you know, investing my energy into other sports um, before Liverpool FC stressed me with their transfer um, non-activity. But yeah, man, we'll get into it today. But yeah, man, everything's been good so far. Good, good, good.
0: That's what we'd like to hear. Els? Yeah, man, all is well, bro. All is well. And Julia made a good point. Yeah, the tournament has been actually quality. Even like the group games where you think, ah, oh, this is long. They they showed a bit more quality, so yeah, enjoying that, man. How are you, sir?
2: I'm very well, thank you. I'm, I'm. I can agree with with all the points that you guys have made. I think knockout stages in particular have been absolutely fantastic. You know, we've had, you know, we've had some giant killings. We've had some like really good success stories. You know, look at you know Denmark in particular. Um, actually, just the, the quality even of football even, that we even Italy too funny. They're going into this didn't It's a lot from them at all just so to get to 100%, the final. One hundred percent. I mean, you just look at some of the the, the quality of football that we've seen uh, during this tournament. I mean, t- tonight in particular, which is absolutely, uh, uh, which is which is fantastic. So was, you know, the midfield battles, you know, Spain on the transition were fantastic. I- Italy really put in the uh, you know the, the lock and key in in the extra time to, to make sure it went to penalties. But no man, it was absolutely fantastic. So, you know, the tactical battles. It's just, it's just what we like to see. But I think I'm getting to that point now as the tournament right, you know runs down. Liverpool are due for pre-season yeah. starting next Tuesday. Kind of getting that urge to get back into club football.
1: As this is a Liverpool podcast, you know, um, we've got a shout out Henderson getting his first England goal. We love to see it, you know. Limbs were flying, you know, when you, you know, you've got to love a Henderson goal, man. Like, you can't not like, celebrate like, with all your heart when Henderson scores because he's like, what, when Henderson scores, it's like, he's like, yeah, bruv. Like, that's hard guy, score, isn't it? That's our guy, fam. Every time he scores, I'm (laughs) always gassed. Every time. Like, like, yeah, man. Hold tight, Anderson, man. Hopefully, you can come back with a European medal and become the first England man to win a Premier League, uh, Champions League and European trophy. Facts.
2: Big, big facts. One person who loved uh, Hendo's goal more than himself, it looked like, was uh, Mr. Jude (laughs) Bellingham. Uh, he, he loved it, man. He the, the you know the, the gleeful smile on his face and just the you know the general, the, the general look of you know of relief uh, was you know it was it was a sight to behold and we try to get into Chris What <laughs> I, 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 I think I think I think Jude Bellinger would like to kind of come and play for uh, play under J- Jordan Henderson. Um hey, you know? fan love there, fan love, bro. <laughs> Mad love like you, you know?
0: Yeah, Jude um, is really, really like on him,
1: like, this boy, yeah, handle my guy. Oh, you that's handle that's YG. That's handle you YG. Hendo YG. Saying,
2: <laughs> young
1: around, around uh, England, you can just tell him and just shows him around, like, yeah, this is where you know, we train and that man, name is Carl. <laughs> this is my younger dude. dude. Getting, like, <laughs> like, look after him, innit? <laughs>
2: it really looks like one of those um, weird relationships that you see um, in, in your office, where it's like the older white guy. It's just like friends was like just the like weirdest person you could like, ever imagine, and they're just they just vibe all the time. It's like okay, cool. I don't understand it, but it looks like yeah, it makes cool, sense. Yeah, so.
1: yeah,
2: cool. <laughs> um, speaking of Jude Bellingham, you know us wanting to sign for 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 Liverpool. That's one of the things we're going to get into today, and we're gonna. We we we've, we always discuss this uh, in the Coppen Group chat, and f- God knows it's always bloody discussed on um on on the timeline. I think I'm, I'm genuinely sick of transfer windows now because, as fans, we get riled up to the point where we just end up you know in these inter interfan fan skirmishes about you know what's going on or what's not happening. it just gets everyone's head just gets kettle doing thinking. Hang on a minute, what are we actually even arguing about? So we're just gonna discuss. Kind of, you know, transfers in general, uh, and the current Liverpool model of, you know, of, of buy to sell, and just how we operate, really. So, I'll use Jude Bellingham as an example. Uh, Jude Bellingham is someone who will probably be more, more, more than likely. Let's, can we all agree he'll be he'll, he'll be available for purchase? Possibly not next summer, but the summer after. Can we all agree? I
1: think we can. Yeah, that. I think we can agree that eyes will be on him for sure.
2: And we can all we can all agree. We'd absolutely love him to play for Liverpool. His age, his profile fits exactly what we think should be the next Liverpool central midfielder. For sure. 100%. What what the most annoying thing is, we'll you know, we can already plan this out. Wolf we can fast forward two years. Uh Jude Bellingham, you know, he's expected to leave Dortmund this summer. Um, Dortmund are expected to entertain offers of let's just say 80 million pounds. Um and then we'll have something that comes out from uh, random Liverpool journalists. Let's just say, try not to use any friends of the pod. Uh, David Lynch. There we go. We've not had him on the pod. Um, it'll come out from David Lynch uh, that you know uh, Liverpool have no interest in Jude Bellingham at the current price, as it wouldn't fit in the structure. And then we'll all sit there, and we'll all kind of have the exact same argument as we're having right now in regards to players such as uh, Jaden Sancho. What 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 why do we always do this to ourselves, Julian? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you kind of lead the conversation off here because we always <laughs> kind of get ourselves in a tizzy when we when these situations pop up.
1: Um I think it's because there's that need now, um especially us being a bigger club um than we were in previous years. There's that need now for that marquee superstar um esque siding. And because of how we operate and how FSG spend, I don't think. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, it just gets people so riled up. Like, I can understand the frustration because it's like there's always a there's always a thing where, in my opinion, um, especially I'm um, watching FSG and Liverpool in the transfer window, they kind of want the like the player to come more than they want them, and I think that's proper. Like, it's getting a bit annoying now. Like, for example, if you look, if you were to look at all of our marquee signings, um, Van Dyke, Fabinho. Uh, who else? Did it? Um, of course, Salamani, uh, uh, Wijnaldum, uh, Robertson. Okay, but, uh, but the ones that are, are a lot of money, they all wanted to come to Liverpool. They even Van Dyke, he had um interest from City. He was like, No, I want to go to Liverpool. Like, see, could have dropped 100 mil, Liverpool, Liverpool dropped 75, and it was like, Yeah, cool, we'll get him. But um, yeah, man, it's just it's just it's just frustrating. Like, it's like it feels like there's no intent from the club themselves to kind of take us to that next level and I feel like for where we, we've got to at the moment it's, it's all well and good you know I, I respect it fully even though I do know behind the scenes you know Klopp never got his first choice signings that you know was able to maximise what seemed to be you know underrated and undervalued talent around Europe bar maybe Fabinho, Fabinho and Thiago um, but it's got to a point where I'm like we kind of need that next step that next step you know this model that we have isn't going to take us to that next step of building, you know, a years of you know winning trophies consecutively, or trying to, or, or even competing at the top at a, at the highest level consecutively as well. Um, maybe I'm wrong, you know, and don't get twisted, you know. Um, we we still got a long a long way to go in the transfer window, so I'm kind of reserving my judgment a bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, it feels like it's just more like that. That that's where the frustration would lie. Just more of the same waiting and waiting and waiting and secret and being secret and showing no and seemingly showing no intent. So yeah, man.
2: No, I think that's, I, I generally think that's, that's all fair points really when you do think about it, because we've, we've famously labeled this summer, for Paul, the, the, the summer of opportunity. You know, when we expect these players, a uh, big profile, young players as well, kind of in that 21, 24 range to be, to be available for purchase. Um, and it is very frustrating, and I will I'll definitely use Jaden Sancho as an example because I think we we can all be quite frank and honest. Jaden Sancho going to Manchester United at this current moment of time is a blow because you just don't want good players going to other, other football clubs in your own league, if that makes sense. And I think Sancho was one of those players where you you saw the ability, you saw the growth to get better. I mean, he's—he's—I wouldn't call him a world-class player at the moment. As weird as that sounds, he's a world-class talent, that's for sure. Because he can be a world-class player within the next two years, and it's really frustrating that Liverpool, when you look at the conversations around the price, what was what is it about seventy-two mil, Mm -hmm. the the, the fee? Um, And I think you can throw the wages conversations
1: out as well as well over four years.
2: Yeah, over, over four years and. I think you can throw the wages conversation out, conversation out the window for for this because this is Manchester United policy. You, have, you know, putting putting players on you know massive wages as as they do as they as they've always done. I mean, Tongue tied there. I don't know why. Um, but if he came to Liverpool, he probably would go on 150k a week, and it probably wouldn't cause that much disruption to to the current wage structure. So it is very annoying when we're seeing these players become available and we're seemingly not even within the conversation he
1: was getting. Do, do you actually think he wanted to come to Liverpool, though? Because i got to be honest, I felt like Sanchez's heart was set on United. He's friends, boys with Rashford. You know, he's lived around the Manchester area, even though he's, like he doesn't have ties to the city, but, you know, he's familiar with the Manchester area. He knows he can get a big, bigger, you know, contract. Um, and he can actually, you know, have that guaranteed, yo, I'm going to start, that like, I'm a starter now. Um, instead of, you know, trying to work his way in through um, Liverpool's uh, front three. So I don't really think... I don't really think Paul's was on Sanchez's mind, to be honest. And I do think, if even if Liverpool showed interest, Sanchez's age would have probably been like, "Nah, he's got his heart set on United. Like this, this has been in the works since last summer." Sorry, I definitely think it back Yeah,
2: nah, I think that's I think that's fair. But I think it's always one of those conversations where, okay, cool, it, you know, they're offering us X amount per week. Can you match this? And we we, we just five to state now, and that ain't going up yeah. happen um which which is fair um else else i will come to you you're one of the, you're, you're a person who has trust in the process is that trust in the process wavering at any point uh, at the moment because you see how the transfer policy has worked in the past few years obviously we picked up really key players for, for 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 low amounts um and you know the scouting and due diligence has allowed us to kind of sign these players who become key operational tools Have you got a little bit of unwavering confidence in the current process at the moment? And if Um, not, why is
0: that? Yeah, I do. I do because I believe that Liverpool as a club, we haven't really been a club to buy superstars. It's never really been in our remit. We've played a lot in wages, obviously to the detriment of ourselves we're paying a lot in wages for average players. But we've never been that club that's going to splash... Whatever the million for that error was. So, if it's like 30 million on Real Ferdinand or 100 million on whoever. So, now FSG have come in and have brought a, a way where they can get talented players who are, like Julian said, underrated and undercover. But I think where FSG will spend a lot of money is in getting the best manager, getting the best systems. So you can have that, um, how would I say, that yardstick just in front of, of, of a team. So, for instance, if Chelsea is going to spend whatever on Haaland, um, Liverpool believe in what they're doing in the background, that they can get a little bit more from the players that they have. So that's why I kind of trust the process because I've seen it work and I proper fully understand it. Um, where I do feel for the fans is where you want you want a good marquee signing, you know, just to like show that, like, again, Junior said in his point, that, like, yeah, you're on, you're in the top table, you're in the top dinner spots. you know what I'm saying? You know, in the Italian mafia uh, films where everyone comes through the kitchen and you know, that would be Liverpool, that like, coming through the kitchen, you were the top guys. So I understand that and there, there is a argument to say that, yeah, we should have one of those signings, just especially with the season that we had where it's been a bit of a mad season. You want a top player, just a top-class player, you say, like, look, the boys are back, it's gonna get along for everyone. So I understand the two arguments. I'm just more of I trust the process, I've seen it work. And Liverpool do this thing where they're gonna buy a player between 25 and 27, and he's gonna play for five years, then they're gonna continue that kind of cycle. So I see I see the pros and cons, but I'm more wavering to the fact that I will trust the system and I'll let it play out.
2: I think, that's, I think that is fair. I think my counter to that will be, and I'll bring Julian on the conversation here, is the system only works when you've got the personnel there to utilise it properly. And I think we can safely say that Jürgen Klopp utilise the personnel around him to his best possible ability. Mm. We, can't, we can't quite... Let me, let me finish because I'm, I'm, I'm about to back up the point that you're going to say here. We can argue the fact that there are, there are some lapses in that system where you say, okay, we'll use Kaito as an example. We can possibly say that he's not been utilized properly. I re- Sorry, I've realised that I've turned red here on the video. That's because the news is on. Um, so I'll, um, I'll, I'll flip that over in a bit. Um, don't worry about any demons going in the room. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I think we can kind of safely say that um, Kaito possibly hasn't been utilized properly, or just not been managed properly in terms of his in terms of his natural abilities uh, to to a, to an extent, and potentially the same for Minamino as well. Um, but he will kind of. I wouldn't say he'll he'll bleed it he'll bleed an asset dry, but he will get the most he possibly can out of that asset to work within the parameters of the system and perform for the Liverpool team. The only downside of that is when the next manager comes in and he doesn't have the ability to potentially do that. That is when you will see the flaws in the system. But Julia, I'm going to let you take over the conversation from this. Do you, in terms of a, of this being a long term consistent solution? Do you feel that this may kind of start to unravel? if and when Jurgen Klopp leaves in the next few years? Um, yes and no, um, uh, yeah. because I feel like,
1: regardless, it, um, it happens at any big club, um, I, um, like Barcelona, uh, Man United, you've seen it happen. Uh, Arsenal, you've seen it happen. As as bad as Wenger ended his era, you've seen it happen. Um, I would say Chelsea, after Mourinho didn't win the Premier League, uh, or they got to the Champions League final, but didn't win the Premier League for a couple of years. Um it happens. Um, so I I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I haven't thought that far, to be honest. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I haven't thought that far in terms of what uh, after Klopp. But I do feel like I would hope that we've built up that culture where, you know, um, we, no, we've one, picked the right successor to Klopp um, when he eventually does leave. And uh, we also have players and players still around that you know, the trents, the midfielders, or even Curtis Jones, um, Joe, jo- if he, um, if he's still here, you know, or even some players that we're going to sign, um, by the time Klopp leaves, that will be senior players that will kind of carry on. Let's hope we'll hope for that. Um, but to your point with Klopp, though, um, with Klopp and FSG and how we've had the right personnel, I also do think, um, with FSG, a lot of their credit um, needs to go to Klopp, if I'm honest. I feel like Klopp believe it or not i feel that like klopp in this whole um working under this system is very has been very very underappreciated and overlooked because i feel like any other manager dealing with fsg i don't think they i don't think i don't think they do what Klopp does i i don't see uh, if i'm honest if pep was working on, under fsg and they said um we're not getting you mario goat so we're going to get you side your instead i i i don't I don't I don't see him one wanting to you know stay for too long and or or two, I don't see him getting the best out of um the players that we've got personally. Um the same with like Jorginho Winaldam. Um the way especially the way Klopp has used these players, like 30 30 plus games in the league um each season, 50 games for Robertson each season, like um Salah fifty um, forty plus games, Mane, forty plus games for you me know forty plus games with kind of no no uh, with kind of a heavy drop-off. In terms of backup as well. So yeah, credit to Klopp, but I definitely feel like this FSG model has been enhanced and kind of, you know it you know, there's there's been put a lot of flowers on it because of Klopp's success and Klopp's ability to manage a team and coach in an at an elite level.
0: Yeah, well don't you think don't you think Julian that's why they got Klopp? Because they have they have something and they need the best, and they need a manager who they know because when they're picking managers, they do go through like how you know they scout for players, they do mm. do the same thing. They do, do like, don't forget, they got Brendan Rodgers, and Brendan Rodgers excelled at Swansea, so he got the best from average players. So you can see the model already. So then, mm. when the club does leave, they're going to look for another manager who. Does the same similar things. And don't forget, he's not really picking a, like what players he wants in the transfer window. They've got a set system for that. Obviously, they all come together on the talk. So
2: one. I will, I, will, I will say, I think if there is a player the club wants, they'll buy
1: yeah. it. Yeah. I, I I I don't think so. I, Van I, Dijk. I, I, I've got. I've got, no. I, I've got to be honest. I, I've got to be honest. I think Klopp has no Van Dijk is definitely. But then uh, you got to remember Van Dijk was. Was imp- he was imperative? He was need like there was like literally both of you now. You can you can both say that whenever when, if we put in 90 million for Van Dyke at the time, you wouldn't have batted an eyelid because no, yeah, that 75 mil to me, at, even at the time, was light for what I knew Van Dyke was going to be. And I understood why, even though it was frustrating, because remember, Van Dyke was different. Van Dyke wasn't because we didn't want him and we didn't show intent, it was because Southampton were kind of you know. Pressing, charge, <laughs> pressing charges, snitching on us to, to, <laughs> to telling the Premier League we're bullying them to get Van Dyke. So that's that's different. But I do feel like now we've seen success, and now you know, especially you know, champions after Premier League and Champions League with this model and with the players being signed. I I personally don't think if, for example, Klopp was like I I want Mbappe. FSG will go get him. They might inquire and be like, oh, yeah, you know, let's see what PSG is saying because let's be honest, every team has probably, like, a lot more teams than Real Madrid and Liverpool have inquired about Mbappe, of course. Like, they, they might, they, it might not be public, but they may have asked, like, yo, even Barcelona, what, what's the price saying? You know, but I don't think FSG will go all out and if they, and if they do, they'll only do it for a player that really wants to come. Not a player with options, if I'm honest, like a Sancho had this summer or Mbappe will have next summer. I would love them to prove me wrong, but you know, I don't, I, I don't see it.
0: Yeah, I heard that. I heard it, but again, like, like I said, with the system, that's why they have what they have. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not a thing whereby, okay, yeah, we couldn't get Sancho, then we're just gonna leave it. In it. You look for the next, mm. and they look for the next best. With the same sure. thing Mario Gosa and and um, not Mario Gosa. Who was he supposed to get? The Salah and Julian Brand. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure why we didn't go for Junior Brandt anymore, but actually I do. Uh,
2: we, did, we, we did, but I think you wanted to stay in Germany. You, see
0: what I'm saying? So Twat. all the first, cho- all these first choices... Yeah,
2: it worked out well, didn't it? <laughs> like, you know
0: yeah. <laughs> all, all of our first choices, there's a reason why they don't come. So you're Julian no, Brandt. No no,
2: no, no, no. I, yeah. I
1: remember... To be fair, Maragos, I remember he was like he told his agent, "Listen, dude, don't don't tell my don't don't tell me about Liverpool." But Julian Brand, I remember, um, I think FSG said no. They actually, I, I I remember it was something to do with the price being maybe it was like fifty four million, and then FSG was like, "Nah, just get Salah instead." He did, he did want to stay nah, in Germany. Nah,
0: nah, nah, nah. Julian Brand one was literally one one he wanted to stay in Germany, and also I think Salah's statistics were like strikingly high, and it was always going up. So he was like, mm. which, which, which of the two you want to get? But well, I hate what you're saying about FSD, like in regards of paying the premium. They might not pay the premium for every player, but that player they do pay the premium for your Van Dykes, your Allisons. They need to see that, yeah, if we get him he's certified.
1: Yeah. And also, this goes back to like last season. Like, remember when you guys were trying to flex on, you know, the prices that we got Shimikas for? Like, little things like. Getting Max Aaron's, like, do you know how much I per- personally think our season could have turned out if we had Max Aaron's as a left back, a competent, you know, Premier League, um, English young left back who's actually would be available? Like, little things like that. It's like, why, what, like, why are you haggling over even though it was a COVID market about four or five million? Um, oh, Max, like,
2: Max, Max Irons or Jamal
1: Lewis? Jamal Lewis, sorry, I've got two two ladies in it. Got them, got, them, got them confused. <laughs> <laughs> so Jamal Lewis, Jamal Lewis, apologies, apologies. Yeah, Jamal Lewis is like really so, yeah, man. um FSG, they they've they've got some a big summer ahead of them, a big summer ahead of them. Like I'm I'm still holding that judgment before I fully let into them, um because I'm God knows I'm ready. Because I I felt like <laughs> they get a lot of credit um and a lot of leeway. So we'll have to see what goes on this summer before not i the this
2: game. So I think we're in a really weird situation as, as a football club because just just use us three as a consensus. We can all agree that this squad needs some investment. Yeah. In pretty much um, all yeah. departments in terms of starters and bench. Can we agree with that? Yeah. Liverpool have seven midfielders. Yeah. <laughs> So, Liverpool have seven midfielders on the books at the moment. Um, and I think we can all kind of safely say, in a perfect world, we're getting two midfielders. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I I'd, hope I'd, I'd get into... I, I think if the opportunity arises where you could bring in two, I'd bring in two. And the two, I, I personally for me, I'd bring in would be uh, Graven Birch from Ajax and Neuhaus from uh, Gladbach, Just because I think, but I think for the age that um, Graven Birch is, and I, th- I think he's going to develop into a fantastic footballer as well. Um, and then Neuhaus kind of allows you to kind of change up the way you want you want to set up from, from your midfield, really, and gives you that um, as, increased uh, GA output. As crazy as
1: this is, I don't want to see more than one midfielder come into the team. Um, I kind of want to see Klopp use Ox, this is going to sound nuts, but Ox and Kate
2: yeah,
1: are yeah. On. like I, I, really, on, really. On
2: the Ox, you know what? On the Ox thing, I completely agree. If, because if it it's weird. Like, it's yeah. weird how we're screaming out for a goal scorer in midfield that when we've got one at the club, albeit injuries have decimated him to the point where we overlook him.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't think, I, I don't think. To be honest, I think Ox, as much as like he frustrates me when he comes on, um, I think he's kind of had a bad rap, man. Like, you know, he's a footballer coming off of big injuries. Like, he needs a run of games. Um, I don't think he's, 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 he's getting that. So, if and this is only a big and K is only if, if I could, I would flog that eat for fifteen million, bruv, back to Leipzig. But if he's going to stay, I would like to see him get more of a chance. I think our mainstay midfield next season is going to be um, Fabinho, Thiago. Henderson. Um, but Henderson is also, you know, getting along as well. So he's carrying some knocks. So I want to see that like, the Henderson and Thiago's alternate between Jones, K R, and if Kater's fucking available, and Ox more next season. Because I think that's... And if we get another midfielder, that'd be great. I, I personally want more of a DM um, backup for Fabinho because I feel like Henderson's legs are, are a bit gone to be playing the number six, to be playing a number six role. Tiago, I don't really like him there in the Premier League. And who else is there for us? So I, I'm more, I'm more opposed. I'm more akin to getting a, a DM because, yeah, man, we need someone to back up Fabinho when he's not going to be there.
2: Else, before you jump in, I'll, quite, I'll kind of quickly put to you as well. Midfield, current moment of time. You look at it; it's quite an injury-prone midfield. The captain picks up fair a, a fair amount of injuries um, every season. Um, as as much as we do love him. You know, and he's a fantastic f- captain and he's also a fantastic footballer. Fuck whatever football Twitter wants to say. We've been telling you for God knows how long, but you want to, you know, kiki off of Euro, off of World <laughs> Cup 2018 highlights sure. because um, you're a bunch of losers. Um We've got Oxlade-Chamberlain, of course, who just hasn't been on full fitness and, you know, it is tragic for the past kind of two years now. Uh You've got Naby, the less the less said the better. We all know the situation there. Um. And you've got Fabinho, who also is no um, stranger to, to having a knock. Do you think... Uh, when you're seeing things come out as well, that Liverpool aren't looking to invest in the midfield of this summer, do you just look at that and think... Hang on a minute. I know the games they're trying to be played here, but the message this is sending out is just beyond stupid. Uh, yeah,
0: um, yeah it, is, it, is stupid. it is stupid. That's why I don't believe that, because... It would be absolutely insane to go into le- next season with a situation
1: akin to the centre back situation. Absolutely insane. Like do you, do you think that you think that's the same thing though? Like I well, I, I feel like we we have enough. Nah man. If because if you're saying that Fox and K never play, so that, so now you've got five. But then Ox and Cater, it's not that like Ox and Cater don't play, it's just that like they're always on the bench and Klopp doesn't use them. Like, they've got no, a bro, lot of games on the bench.
0: Right, brother, brother, they're always injured. <laughs> let's, let's, let's keep our buck. They, they, they spend more time in the treatment table than they do on the bench. And if I was a manager, would I trust their body to give me 25 minutes? you got to think about these things, man. Mm. Would, 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 can I trust Cater to... He's got to do a couple um shuttle runs. Could I trust him to do it? So I think Klopp is looking at that like, I don't know how his body's gonna react. So now if you take those two where you've got five, then you've got two midfielders who are over thirty. Are they gonna play a week? So I, I think it'd be mental not to yeah, get a couple of midfielders, man.
1: Fair. You make you make your points. I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't realise the extent that Ox and K can't actually function in our team sometimes. Like it's- you give them, you give them one night, you give them one minute and one one seventy or eighty minutes, and it's just abysmal, bro. Like, Whoa. but I just want to see them get a run of games. That's it, man. Like, okay. I want to see them get a run of games before, before, before I judge, because I feel like it's hard to just come in, especially in a Liverpool team that was struggling last season as well, and make an impact. Um, yeah, man. But and maybe not Ox, not so much Ox, but Kate has got to do better, man. Ox, I can at least see, you know. He wants to play. He's at least a, a, a lot more available, but I don't think Klopp just wants to start him in games. But K just got to do better, man. Like, got to do better. Got to do better next season for sure.
2: I think the manager quietly likes Ox more than Keo. Yeah, we think. He's I think he generally thinks he'll, he's a really important midfield piece. Um, now, is that out of blind loyalty that he does have to the players um, and how he wants to bring them all in on the journey, which I also think is a massive factor in why some of the players are quite content to stay at the club. Um, We'll shift the conversation now into kind of outgoings, but we'll come back to incomings a little bit later on. When you read stuff that comes out about Divock Origi, and we can all agree, Divock Origi, fantastic, fantastic fella. You know, you look what he's done. With the uh, with the scholarship, at, you know, at, at the Liverpool Liverpool University, um, and just his all all, all round demeanor, and just he seems like a sound fella. To be fair, it looks like you could sit down and have a conversation with him about Nietzsche or something, um, and he'd be, he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that." But when it comes to the actual football matters of things, I think you, we all we can kind of agree that his time at Liverpool is going kind to of come to a natural end. So when you do read things that say that he's content to stay at the club and not go away somewhere else and fight for a place that kind of rings some alarm bells to me that I know that he likes, and I know that the manager loves to kind of say that we're all in this on the journey, we're all in this on together, but some of the guys who have been on this journey have reached the natural end of their journey. And I'll I'll come to you on this. Do you you think some, uh, some of our attachments to these players, and I think more importantly, the unwillingness to part with these players for less than what we perceive as optimal value is hindering us more than anything, In terms of the transfer market at the moment, especially going back to last summer as well,
0: most definitely, bro. Because I think we had a discussion, and um, I've made it made a point. Obviously, we all made it a point. I know you you specifically, Chris. You said that (laughs) we should should get a centre back. Um, Reasons being, we couldn't afford a centre back because we didn't accept the bids from who did
2: who did who bid for. So it was it was. Burnley offered eleven million for Harry Wilson. We wanted fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Come but if on. you look on the flip side now.
0: You're probably gonna get you,
2: you pro- for for this summer you'd probably take 11 you, yeah. you take a yeah,
0: exactly. Harry Wilson now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Exactly. So um I think it did hinder us because the little change that we could have got to get a centre back a said centre back, and nobody was talking to Quebec in the, in the summer. Um we, we missed it. We missed it. And then obviously our season unraveled. So um yeah, that perceived loyalty as well, the attachment. I think sometimes you just need to be a bit ruthless. People like Divok Origi, or um, we was open to selling last season. He said he wanted to stay and fight. He didn't really prove anything anyone right, he didn't really rip up any trees. Um so you've got to look to cash in. Um, I know I also saw reports saying that the likes of Shaq and Origi, they won't be pushed out. What kind of atmosphere are you building at the club? Come on, man. (laughs) These players need to be pushed out. These players need to be sold.
2: And one of the things we are seeing recently is, I think, the Liverpool are realising the players are kind of coming to... And it's how it sounds. we, We look at Nath Phillips. His value at this current moment of time will never be as high as it is anywhere else. So, if you get 50 million for for Nat Phillips now, you take it it because you're never going to get that. Um, And that's again, that is nothing disparaging against Nat Phillips. He he came in and he performed fantastically uh, for last season, but you'll just never get that optimum value. And again, the same for Neko Williams, as much as you know, we like kind of like to go on about him. If someone offers you nine million pounds for him now, you take it because you're never going to get better, better than that. And it just, it, it boggles my mind, especially for for Shakiri. There's been so many offers for shakiri to lead the football club. And granted, he's had a very good Euros, a uh, few goals, few assists. Yes, he was panting heavily like a dog in certain aspects and then got brought off for like 80 minutes when he was the captain. But yeah, you know, some people, some clubs will look at that and they'll be like, cool, he can perform on a big stage. Uh, leadership qualities, let's bring him in again his value after that will never be as high as it is now
1: and also fam he's not he's not a, he's not a like in a lower team he wouldn't be a bad player like he would he would definitely be someone uh, like if you put give him 30 games in a season he could be like your top 2 3 performers in like a mid table club like he's not but look man. at but look at what's a stoke yeah like as much as we as much as we like like want him to go and stuff like that, it's like fam just even for yourself, security, like, bruv, you've had such a great, like, you've got such a great trophy cabinet. Just mm-hmm. cash out, like Liverpool as well. Just cash out, go, go. I don't know, like Ajax or somewhere, and just ball out for like thirties for like thirty games. You've got a great CV. You're like reaching your thirties. Just go, bruv. But yeah, man, we just we also need to just take what we can, bro. When 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 bids come in, man, because this over, I feel like we've um, we've hit the belly a few times, you know. With guys like, who's the goalkeeper that we sold? You see, I don't even remember him. Um, uh, Gribara. No, 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 no. Um, the one that Danny we sold Ward. to Hudders, like Danny Ward, we've got like how much we get? Oh, yeah. 18 mil, Brew Star, 23, like 23 mil. Like, we've, we've, we've kind of hit the belly with certain players that you know we was able to sell, but come on, man. Like, this is a different market, and you know, and the jig is up. Like, start selling guys at their, at their value, not not like finessing teams. 'Cause we need to we need we need to raise funds since you know FSG are not the, the type of owners to go reach into their own pocket and get and you know bring us a sign in.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely it's just it's just odd. It's just really odd, especially when you see I think what makes it worse is you kind of get that keeping keep up with the Joneses um aspect of things, especially when it comes to transfers uh, and whatnot, you know, you see the report you, you, you see, obviously, United you know, signing Sancho and then, then possibly being linked to possibly, Varane and then Kamavinga off the back of it as well. Um, you see Manchester City, all right, cool, they're going to go out, try and get Kane, they're going to try and get Jack Grealish. You see Chelsea, they're going to try and go all out for Holland, Haaland, and you see us kind of sitting there and it's like, mm, okay, well, we're we're trying to get 50 million pounds for Marco go, and it's it's very very underwhelming and it does give you it gives you that inadequacy syndrome because we all know that liverpool is a fucking fantastic football club and you don't even have to sell it as you don't have to be as desperate as arsenal are at the moment <laughs> I'm just, uh, let's just get the let's just, uh, I'm just gonna get that jab in there anyway just because it's, it's, it's funny you know what's up called
1: cool aired bruv what's up are like getting aired bruv <laughs> man. don't worry about that yeah, lock like it tell bro. you more
2: like lock it off Jesus yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just because we know I'll like, use greenish as an example Grealish being on the market, we should just we should just be in the conversation there. We should be like, okay, cool. Nah, nah for, yeah, nah. yeah. I'll oh, fuck off for Grealish. Nah, for nah. The source nah. alone,
1: nah, is nah. working. Nah. Nah, <laughs> I know I know we want FSU to make sense, but let's be sensible, bro. Like Grealish is not. I'm not saying he's not Liverpool material, but I nah, bang. Nah, nah. for it, the price to we'll, go off for the price we'll pay at uh, his age and like, nah. I I I, I, I don't right. see. I don't see he Grealish. Will be a guy if, um... He will be a guy because he's a he's a he's a baller, but nah man, our intensity is too high for, for Grealish ball. I'm sorry, man.
2: It'd be all right. Mm. It'd right, be good, man. that <laughs> <He'll be laughs> would be good. Right, He'd learn. Um yeah, I think it's it's just underwhelming, especially when you see you yeah, we we look at uh, I'll go back to fielders as well. Um Nicola Barella is someone that I like a lot. And I think the Euros has also solidified that. I mean, you saw him play this evening. That guy will, that guy will, he, he never stops running. He's fast as fuck. Yeah. He will never stop. You know what I mean? He's like I, little I, baby. I ain't never, never gone stop.
1: I think a, a big, a big problem with, um, especially this window as well, is that it's kind of the summer of opportunity. Like, there's so many broke teams that are broke. Like, you can literally, literally go walk, walk into Barcelona and be like, listen, I will give you a team meal for Coutinho. Obviously, we're not going to get him, but I'm saying like these. Are, this is what's going on. Oh, we can go to Barcelona and be like, yeah, I'll give you if you really wanted to, like six. No, okay, yeah, that's something like thirty mil for Dembele. Um, you can they go to They
2: would bite you. They bite your hand off if if you went yeah. and said, okay, cool, we'll give you thirty million for Griezmann. They bite your hand off, for exactly it.
1: like you can go to Borussia Dortmund, get Sancho for uh on, on a car on the plan. You can go to Sasuyo and get Locatelli for God knows how like God knows how much, like Barella, like teams are teams around Europe are willing to spend, um still willing to sell it. And the fact that, you know, even though the Premier League has taken a hit with um the fan revenue, we're still good because of, you know, TV rights and we've got money to spend. Like we're balling out here. Like top six, we've got not balling, but compared to the rest where the market is, we've got money to spend. So this is an opportunity for us to kind of throw our weight around in the in the in the transfer market, especially with teams being down so bad. But hey, man, will we do it? Lord knows.
2: And that's the, and that's the that's the weirdest thing as well. Now as I come to you on this, you look at the model that we operate on. It's all about kind of looking for opportunity. It's all about looking for anomalies within the market. Surely, with teams, uh, look at League One specifically. Um, with teams struggling for, for, for revenues, clubs potentially going bust. Again, Interland's the same, the same, the same one. Their parent company has just got no money whatsoever. Um, and they're having to sell players to kind of bounce the books. Yeah. Surely this should be kind of the one for FSG's looking and say, okay, cool. There's gonna be a lot of good players potentially on the market, and we can get for less than their perceived worth. We'll just improve the squad this way, this way.
0: Yeah, there is um this is the most. This is probably yeah the most perfect market. If you ever get that, it is probably this one, with so many teams in disarray. Again, like you said, the French league haven't got anything. Um, when you go to Italy, you know some of these teams are trying to are willing to stay afloat. I don't know, man. I just give it time because last year I think we had the same thing where when did we sign um Jota and Thiago it was towards the end second you. but last week yes So what I'm saying so obviously it's Liverpool's detriment if you wait if you wait too long you might miss out on certain targets Um we do want everything done and sorted on, um, as soon as possible but I, I feel that they're just waiting for the market to actually kick up because one big signing works as a catalyst for all the other signings so maybe they're just waiting to see how the market works but you just want to get it done, get some big boy standings, man. You know what I'm saying. You you
2: just, you just want to get it done and out the way for when yeah, like, when pre season well, when, when they go into that you know, rocky montage training camp mode yeah. when it goes like Ev- Evian and whatnot, they all yeah. just done and dusted. And they can kind of you know get to start working on the shape for whatever it might be for the season and make sure that no one's missing out. Um, I saw a tweet earlier on. I think it might have been yesterday. Um, rate this window out of ten. And the players were Kanate, of course, who's already been brought into the club. But I think we did forget that if we forget that sometimes that we've we have signed Kanate and you know he's, he's really good he's, he's... league
1: attacks. Bundesliga That's what I'm gonna say. Wunders League attacks and until... Ah
2: babe.
1: yeah the guy's good man. I, I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> hope so.
2: I'm I'm <laughs> not
1: I'm 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 i Nah, man, apart from Thiago, I can't lie. I, I, when these youths come from Bundesliga, I ain't saying nothing, bruv. I'm keeping quiet, fam. I've seen too, I've seen too many men come to the Prem. Uh, boy, I'm staying quiet in it. Like, I'm not saying he's bad, I'm not saying he's good. Man, just waiting in it. Like, give me 30 games in a season, and I'll see where i go on after that. Because, boy, we've been the tax has been mad.
2: <laughs> I'm, reser- I'm reserving my judgment until all the facts come out. <laughs> Which is fair, um, yeah. Uh, it was, it was obviously rate right this window out of ten, and the players were Ibrahim Makanate, uh Renato Sanchez. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll touch a little bit, and um, young Belgian attacker Jerry Doku. Six. I looked at, I you're being generous. I said three. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, that's that's not. <laughs> Else, that,
2: what that
0: would you is, give that out of ten? Yeah, I, I
1: was going
2: to give it a solid six. That is yeah, the kind. of... Fucking generous, man. That That's is a, the kind. Bro, you know. I like that is a,
1: you know. You know. I'll give it a six because we got Kanata. We got Canate done early, very yeah. early. Like we addressed something. Like we wanted to address very early. Like it, no. It's
2: it's al- it's almost like we knew that we couldn't get a centre back that we wanted in January and boxed it off. Almost like it was boxed off in March.
1: Yeah, no, and <laughs> I, I, I genuinely, I genuinely think like um, those th- that type of window is the quintessential window to piss me off because you know why it will piss me off. Those players will probably turn out to be sick if if used by Klopp. Like honestly, that's why it will piss me off, and it'll, it'll be one of those things where because because they that, you know Klopp was able to train them and coach them into being a god knows what type of player it gives them more vindication to do it again and again and again. And it's like, fam, like, I get it. I'm all for this diamond in the rough stuff. Like, I'm all for it. I really am. And I'm happy that, you know, we was able to, you know, get success with minimal spending. But there comes a time where marquee signings need to be made um, when you're at a level. And I think we can't just be relying on, you know, getting the diamonds out of the rough. So, nah, man, six out of ten window for me.
0: Yeah, but we say that, yeah, we
1: say that. We always ask for marquee signings, but how many marquee players are out there, though? There is marquee players if you apply pressure. Like,
2: who? I, I, I think, I think it depends on what your defi- definition of marquee is. Do you know what
1: I'm saying? Okay, so, uh, okay uh, Not superstar, but assigning a uh, like you know an established household name, um, which will come into our side and immediately improve the improve the quality of of the team without a shadow of a doubt. That's what I would
2: Like, like would you what, call Tiago yeah.
1: was a signing? Um uh, uh some if for example if we went for Let's Hope, Hope and Pray, Mbappe, superstar signing, of course, um, if we go for him. Yeah, Even yeah. someone like a, in my opinion, a Dybala, uh, if we was to get him, I'm not saying that we actually want him, but if we was to get someone like him, that's a marquee signing, we are already up. Uh, like getting a Jeremy Doku and you know getting a Sanchez, Canate, to be fair, good, but getting those two players, they're not really I have. there's still there's still doubts on if they would immediately improve the team and that's kind of what we want um,
2: for now um, yeah they wouldn't by the way for, for me no, no, um, no, no. I, I hate yeah I hate no, that, that's why that's why I gave it no, three I, out of ten you're um, being asked um, on awesome Sanchez oh no, man. fuck off I'm not being nice. <laughs> man <harsh. laughs> Sanchez <laughs> look so
0: you're
2: telling me the,
0: no house will be better than Sanchez yeah Oh fuck off! <laughs>
1: <laughs> or a Barella. a Barella, a Barella would be a great Barella, Barella. Yeah, that's a
2: Barella. Barella, I think
1: Barella yeah.
2: would
0: be fucking. That's, that's a you See party. that first half? You see that first half I saw from Italy? I'm putting Syria tax on all of them. I don't know. <laughs> from Italy. Actually, I'm putting Aquilani tax. We're gonna name the tax. What do you call oh, it? Yeah, Aquilani. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: what, let's, let's, let's do that going forward. Yeah, Bundesliga tax is called Kate attacks. Um, Aqu- <laughs> uh, interior it's tax it's called Aquilani tax, and, and we we'll call um, La Liga tax Luis Alberto tax because yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, 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 called, I already called league earn tax Du Fromage tax. So I mean, yeah. that's that's, that, that's already in the bag. But no, I just, th- th- it's for me, it's the quintessential thing of you've seen these players play for free games in this national tournament, and you're thinking. Oh yeah, cool. I can see what they could yeah. do for Framfield. We've literally just let a guy leave on a free, who's the epitome of that for the Netherlands. Mm. <laughs> <That's> true, <laughs> so man. it's and the the, the the Doku thing, I think, is incredibly interesting because there's so many good elements of a football player there. You know, he's he, he's got speed, he can beat people off the dribble. He's a very exciting footballer, but he is genuinely a year away from being a year. Old, he's a year away from being a year away ready for playing yeah. for Liverpool
1: in, in, um, one thing I would I don't like about international tournaments here is that it gives people the idea that they know players that they don't it's okay to not know like how good mailing is it's okay to say that you've never watched Graven Birch play but the way the, like I see Liverpool fans like on the timeline like swear that you know this is the guy you know that's going to bring us forward this like You've, don't lie to you don't like yourself you've never seen these guys play and if, and if you have seen them play they're not playing in a league where you're you're going to or in a, a level you're going to be like okay yeah this is this is the guy that's going to take us forward like, let's be serious like we can't be going for these diamond in the rough guys because you know it sounds nice and Klopp can probably build them to be in you know, a success and that can be a success story like come on man like none of you have seen outside of this tournament I can guarantee 99% of Liverpool fans did not see Graven Birch mailen or one game of Graven Birch mailen or Doku play I can put my life on it, but they will swear that you know this is who we need. Like, come on, man, let's, let's be serious, bro. Like, we get them, we get them. If we don't, we don't, don't, you know.
2: don't, don't put your life on the graphic, one because obviously he played in the game against us. Didn't he? In the, in the Champions League. League? Uh, he played in the uh Anfield game. I can, on sw- uh, my life, I can
1: guarantee you, no, no Liverpool fan care. No
2: one, no one remembered it. <laughs> no one cared. No one remembered yeah, him. Yeah, no one. No yeah, one remembered.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, like let's not act like we've been watching these guys under a microscope to be saying, Oh, this is what they can bring to the club. This, the, 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 like, nah, no. like, let's be real, it's not, it's not that, man. Like, you're just, you're just forcing it because you, you know, this is what we've been forced to accept under FSG.
2: Does that, that's the epitome of the Sanchez thing for me? Like, I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't get it. He wasn't even that impactful for Leo last year.
1: Who, um, Sanchez, yeah, man, like, I feel like. We saw a couple of wavy videos and Lil um Lil won the league, innit not it? They they won the league.
2: Yeah, because um, yeah. a thirty-nine year old Neil Mas led them to the title. Uh, yeah, and like then we that. saw him play against it. We, We've got
1: to be excited. excited and man. he crumbled. A couple a couple um uh, videos with a man in the changing room and like you know, he played fairly well for Portugal in Euros and like we we just won a young wavy like he might he might be good though. I can't lie. I feel like he gets a bad rap for his time at Swansea. Because come on, like who the fuck wants to like you're, you're playing in Munich and then you're, you're getting told you yeah, go go well, son and perform. Like that's a bit long.
2: Yeah, I think for me, Renato just has Wolves written all over it. Portuguese, it's yeah, it. <laughs> <does>. <laughs> it just makes the most sense for everyone involved. Also, I've gotta say that Trent signing for Wolves on loan is is very indicative of why. Chris, you can you, can you tell it. us you're from? You're from Birmingham,
1: yeah. Is Wolves <laughs> run by the Portuguese mafia? Or are you not allowed like to be. No, honestly, because like, <laughs> honestly, like the the way they've got the connect for the Portuguese like food, it's mad. It's, like,
2: it's, it's, all, it's all getting menders. It's, it's Mendes, isn't it?
0: Mendes is running it. It's, it's I think Mendes. because they brought. Because
2: um, you know, um, you know, that guy you, you know that guy, you know, plays a sport in Lisbon, who um replaced Bruno, that yeah. Bruno uh, did that uh, Pedro Goncalves. Yeah, He played for Wolves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? We play for wolves and lose shit. So it's it's just. Are
0: wolves backed by a Chinese investor?
2: They are indeed. I think it's Fosun International.
0: So they must have links with George Mendez because bam, he's using it like some training center, fam.
1: You using it like crunch, bruv. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, the
2: Portuguese youngest through, like, well, like, That's not even a job, man. man. It's 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 an odd one because the one player that the one player you would have thought would have had their move from Wolves at this current moment of time is Ruben Neves. and for some reason no one wants him.
1: Mm, he's not that good. He's not that good, man. He's yeah, it's
2: true. Good, when when I, I, when when Martino is clearly our you when Matino, yeah, is yeah,
1: yeah, I've, 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 that's that's one thing I've noticed since he's come to the Premier <laughs> Yeah, he's he's not he's not bad. He's not a horrible player, but he's not. Yeah, but he's the, not like... Uh, yeah, he's not the player yeah. that we thought he would be coming into the prem. I've got to well, be honest. Yeah, when he first come to the he, obviously he was at the championship. Then he come to the
0: prem was Like, oh my god, it's gonna be this. It's gonna
2: be that. I, 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 I will say for Neves, his first season in the Premier League, he balled, and Nah. he he wasn't fantastic. Be, he, he wasn't. He, was he wasn't elite, but then I don't know what happened. I think it was just more. I think it was more new, no more than anything. So it'll be interesting to see if he does stay under this manager. Um, if he if he kind of develops his game, but I think the one thing he does lack is a little bit of mobility, especially playing as a six. Uh, I, uh, that's that's,
1: how that's the he, only thing.
2: Uh, how he's he's quietly twenty four. He's not. He's
1: know, not that old. You know, I'll, I'll give him the benefit because, especially in the DM role, you need proper experience to be in that yeah. role. And like, I feel like g- going, when he gets a bit older, that role and what he does will become very underappreciated because you will be the cooler head in the team because be, be, being a DM from like, what, 20 years old um, at a professional level, you'll learn your experience. So I'll, I'll, I'll give him some time. I think he's not going to peak until about 26, 28. And that's when we'll really be like, all right, cool, yeah, this guy is, is level's wins once he gets it together in a, in, in, in a, in a hopefully better team. But, not nah, for now.
2: I'm, 100%. Uh, yeah, he's 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 a I think he's a fascinating player. nonetheless, of because you know he was the, built as the next big thing when he when he was younger, but just nothing seems to have kind of kicked on from there. Um, before we end the pod, I want you to kind of outline what your ideal transfer window would be. If you want to give names for who who would be signed, um, do go for it. Um, Julian, I'll I'll let you go first.
1: Um, I want uh, Um I want another DM. I would like another right back.
2: Um, Anyone in mind for that, by the way? Because I always find it really right fascinating back. when we say the right... Because I think we can all agree that right-back cover, if uh, Neko were to leave,
1: I would be a priority. Um, right-back. You, know, you know, I've you know, got to be honest. I don't have many names in mind. I, I can't like, Apart from the transfer game, um, I'm not going to be one of them guys that's like, I want this guy, I want this guy. Um, I don't have many names in mind, to be honest. Um, maybe Mukiele, because again, he's Congolese. And um, I want him Fair. to... Yeah, and I'm biased, but I'm but <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I've got to be honest, I don't, I don't have any names. Um, and I would like us to inquire about Mbappe. I, I'm not, I've got to be honest, I, I personally think we've been hoarding money for too long, and we have the funds there if we apply pressure. If, if like, as I, again, as I said, if Liverpool make it clear the way Man United have made it clear that they wanted Sancho, I believe Mbappe can force a move. And bring and in turn bring the price down as well. Like we can talk. Like I'm sure we can talk him about. Hey, listen, you can earn 230 bags, put you on the craziest bonuses, sign in for about 100, and, 100, 100, 100 10, 120 mil because you know uh, what's it called? Like he, he's gonna drive down the price from whatever ridiculous fee it would be normally because he's on last year's contract. And get him in, man. Like get him in or just inquire about it. But if not, Rafinha will be nice as well.
2: I like
0: it. I like it. Else, well, I don't have any names anymore, you know. But go positions. Go. Yeah, positions. I would like a centre midfielder, a new centre midfielder, and two forwards. I need a one v one demon, and I need a number nine. I think the one v one,
2: the one v one thing, I find really interesting because of the Kings of Coleman link. Um It yeah, yeah. feel that that generally feels like it's agent talk to try and get him a new deal. Yeah, that's um, for him, yeah. yeah. but it also feels like direct Shakiri replacement.
1: You know, honesty like oh, a number nine is too hard to come by these days, man. There's not enough shooters out there.
2: Yeah,
1: it's it's, it's as not we've, like
2: it. as we've literally just seen with Alvaro Morata this evening. Jesus Christ! <laughs>
1: like literally, remember in the mid two thousands, there was so many shoot. There were too many shooters, bruv. Like that era where Torres, we had Torres, Rooney, Drogba, and Adebayo in the same league, bruv, too many shoes, But now, nah, the, the, the number, the art of being the number nine is dying slowly. Very very slowly. There's, not,
2: there's not even an option where you can kind of look at it and say, you can go and get a Darren Bent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. not even like a Robbie Keane when we try it's to hilarious. do a team. Not even like a, Someone like that, bruv, like there's literally no number nines about man. Like you gotta take a punt on someone like Maiden and hope for the best that he can come through for you in the future. You know, you know, someone
0: I do yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Someone I do like is like um, a more pay, but you don't score enough goals, so that's just out of the window. Yeah, he he also
2: runs runs really weird as well. Yeah, he does, yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs like this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Tiny player though, technically tiny. Yeah, yeah,
1: very, yeah, tidy, very, very technically
2: tiny. Just can't put the ball in the back of the net. I, that's, that's just Brighton to a T. I yeah. Um I think for me I'd like i like another right back. Um names I can't give you any because I I, I don't particularly know any right backs, in so honesty.
1: I don't either. Um if I was being a cheeky cunt, I'd say get get me a, a- Ainsley the nowles Just like go ask and be like, "Yo, come man, just, just come." But nah, I honestly can't think like, that on some that are available. I I, there's not many out there. To be honest,
2: where well, yeah. really. does left left wing back in it? Left back, but he's popped his Achilles, hasn't he? Yeah, let that recover. Not a man. Nine a nine month recovery. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I'd ideally want two central midfielders just because, uh, we discussed earlier, I just think there's injury problems mm. just guaranteed. And uh, as it is, I think central midfield is the one position in football where the majority of the injuries guys, they're doing the, the majority of the leg legwork. Um, so I would like two midfielders alike. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love Barella. I'd absolutely... Love Barella to be at Liverpool, but it ain't going to happen because he is the poster boy of Italian football at the moment. So it's just it's just not going to be that way. Um, so you know, if we can get Neuhausen and Graven Birch, I'd be, I'd be happy with that because you're getting a 19-year-old who has the, the future in front of him and you're getting a very creative midfielder um, who's press resistant and kind of gives you a little bit more in terms of the, in the creative aspects than, than Ginny would. Um, and I'd like a number nine again from what we discussed, I think it's very difficult to kind of say what number nine that will be as there isn't that many at the moment. You, you kind of look at the scraps. I said scraps. The, the two people who we've been linked to closely uh, are Marlon and loosely Vlahovic, but it just doesn't seem there's anything that's going on there at the moment. Um, And I would like an impact player to kind of come off the bench to replace Shakira with, in uh, you know, all honesty, kind of looking at some of the guys from the Euros and uh, the mould that they play. Um, yeah, I think Lorenzo Pellegrini, who've been linked to from uh Roma, would be really good. Uh, he offers you a little bit more kind of playing as number 10 and playing a little bit out wide as well. Um and you look at kind of someone like Mikhail Damsgaard, um, I think would be, be really would be really good as well.
1: But I know mean, I know it's supposed to end this, but um what would you say about Javiello coming up, being an impact sub next season, like Curtis Jones was uh in the previous season before
2: the last Else?
0: <laughs> um, I'm having it. Man. I'm having it. Man. I'm having it. Too. I'm having it. I'm not against it. Why, yeah, the only reason reason why I'm having it is because I've seen Greenwood come and ball and Greenwood playing a lot of minutes.
1: Facts. You know like, I, I also yeah. think, I also think what I love about Javier he has that Grealish about him. Remember when Grealish was a was a teenager and he just coming and stomping on Gerrard's head, bro. Like he has that like. <laughs> He has that like, fuck it, like I'm young, but you can't chat to me about him, like, and and, and I've, he's shown that at Blackburn as well by being like the the player of the season and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, like, I'm I'm I, I think he like this with young players. You like for example, Bed Bed-Wood, Woodburn, you can kind of see like they need a bit of time to adapt, go to a different team, get get their get their get their experience up. But Javier looks like he's he's ready now. Like he wants it.
2: Yeah, I think Elliot makes a lot more sense as well if you play four two three one. Yeah, right. he, he, can, he can kind of coming off that right, or he can play a little bit centrally. Um, and it, ideally, you probably want him to go on loan again um, mm. if he wasn't gonna, if he wasn't going to get the game if he wasn't going to yeah. get the game time. But I I, I, I keep him even you take put him point somewhere like Norwich, for example. For example, I think you do you do quite well there. But I I personally keep him to see how he gets on in preseason and whatnot. But yeah, um, listeners, this has been. An interesting part. I think we've kind of aired all the grievances that we've seen uh, in recent recent days in terms of transfer policy and how Liverpool operate in general. If you do like what you have heard, uh, <laughs> even though it's not been the most uh, positive thing to discuss this week, um, do please subscribe to the Coffee and Press Patreon page. Uh, just from as little as £3 a month, you'll get access to a wealth. And I mean a wealth. It is a wealth. There's over a hundred pieces of content there at the moment. Two guaranteed pieces of content per week. We've got a hell of a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, and if Liverpool do make transfers, uh, that'll be the first place where you'll get the breakdown of it. Uh, we did a lot last year and in the winter in regards to Thiago, Jota, and Kebab when they came in. Good tactical breakdowns um, and re- reactions to that. Um, but yeah, it's just it's never been a more exciting time to be a Patreon member. So again, from just as free patron month, if you have a head over to www.patreon.com forward slash and subscribe today um, you'll make us all very happy and you'll make yourself very happy as well um, but that has been your episode of Copa fracas for uh, what is now <laughs> Wednesday the 7th of July um, so we're actually releasing this as it's been recorded um, and I've been your host Chris I've been joined by Ellis and Julian gentlemen thank you very much for joining me Audience, thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.